Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Better Things. My name is Yvette. Um, I don't always start off the podcast so formal. Sometimes I just start talking and (laughs) it's whatever works best. Today I want to talk about something that has kind of been like on my heart, um, on my mind. And it's something that I feel like God has kind of been exposing to me about myself and about like our relationship and um, ways that I kind of don't trust him. Um... If you've been listening, like, to my podcast, you know that, like, for a while, and I have a couple episodes, um, just about trusting Jesus and what it looks like to do that and, like, how to navigate that and how to kind of, like, let go. Um, this year, I took a step with Jesus and I was like, Jesus, I have told you that I trust you in other areas of my life, so I am going to fully surrender my dating life. And, um, I've been kind of on that, that journey this year. Um, and I have been adamant about it. Yes, it's only February, but I just kind of feel like God is doing so much and is continuing to do so much in my life, um, holistically. And it's just like, why wouldn't I want God's best for me in every area of my life? And I recognize that like I was holding on and still sometimes have to remind myself that like, you know, I, I do hold on so tightly to the area of relationships because um, I just don't trust God and um, in that area. And I think that's okay to say. I think um, as long as I bring that, like, you know, statement, that realization to Christ, then he's only really going to um, sit with me and put the pieces back together. And he's going to make me whole in that area and show me why I should trust him, why I can always count on him in that area. So I know that he is, um, you know, constantly like ministering over that area in my life. And, um, (laughs) you know, I don't really, um, like, I guess use super big words like ministering when I'm talking on my podcast, but I just felt like it was, it was right for the moment. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, I just like a quick history, you know, I've, I've had a couple of relationships, um, and I'm currently single and I think the past three years has been a lot of growth, a lot of frustration, a lot of wrestling with, um, the fact that I was single, the fact that I felt lonely, the fact that I felt like God wasn't listening to me and, um, it's led me here, um, I haven't been perfect and you know in my singleness like I think there's been a lot of like restlessness and a lot of anxiousness and wanting to like kind of get up and just do something so that I'm not single um and I've done that a couple of times where I've just kind of been fed up um and I'm like god you know you wanted me you know you want me to date a guy who's like-minded so I'm gonna date a Christian it didn't work out and you know now I'm just going to do my own thing. And I did my own thing for a while. And then after that, I was like, dang, that didn't work out either. And it was kind of like this culmination of like coming to the end of myself year after year and kind of realizing like, I, if I go any further with like what I think is best for myself, I am literally going to hit rock bottom. And I think like what's crazy is, um, like having that realization, like as I'm going through these processes and still like wanting to do my own thing. Um, and I just, 
honestly, I thank God for his patience with me because it's, you know, it's been a very hard concept for me to kind of grasp, um, like understanding that like God wants the best for me in my romantic relationship in the future. Um, and then while understanding that also recognizing I want the best for me in my romantic relationship in the future but also at the same time me as a human as a person imperfect person um I have compromised in the past just because it's like I don't want to wait so long right where am I going with this um we've been studying Romans at church and um you know, I'm processing a lot of things going on. It's really a good conversation. Um, and, you know, we're kind of talking about how we, we've gotten into this conversation um, while we've been in Romans 3 about how, you know, there's nothing that we essentially um, can work for. Um, we can't, like, work for our salvation. Um it's through faith in Christ um, that our belief is um, built up into and then um, through through that it filters into like the, our fruits and our actions and what we do. So faith is the foundation of our relationship with Christ. Um, and um, faith is a sorry, faith is a tool in the foundation um, of our relationship with Christ. Um, and it's the, the most important tool, right? Um, without my faith in Jesus, I wouldn't have, um, like that belief to kind of believe in who he says I am. Um, and then that, you know, transpires into like how I move and how I act. Um, so yeah, we've been reading through Romans and this week we were reading Romans three and I just want to read the scripture really quick. Um, um, this is Paul, um, and he is, um, he's writing to the, um, well, the Jews and the Gentiles, but right now he's talking to the Jews. Um, and in 319, it starts, it says, now we know that whatever the law of Moses says, it speaks to those who are under the law so that the excuses of every mouth may be silenced from protesting and that all the world may be held accountable to God and subject to his judgment for no person will be justified, freed of guilt and declared righteous in his sight by trying to do the works of the law for through the law, we become conscious of sin and the recognition of sin directs us towards repentance, but provides no remedy for sin. And um, essentially, or the whole gist is like, before Jesus died on the cross for our sins, right? God in his perfect and infinite wisdom and, um, you know, as his standard, he set a standard of perfection because that's who God is. He has a standard, right? In humanity, we have sinned, right? Adam and Eve, they sinned, whatever, fall of fall of man, right? And we've been born into sin. And we have lived um, in a life of sin. And when we say the word sin, we're talking about the noun. Sin, sin can be a noun. Um, 
and it also can be a verb um the noun the person place or thing right sin um is the destruction right we were born into destruction we were born into um a world where um it was naturally like um we were naturally away from god um and just you know just as humans that's what we've been born into that's our lineage right um after adam and eve and so god's law like the law has always existed right um and it has always been an ironclad right when we think about laws even in like our society now it's like if you break the law there's a punishment you know right so there's a punishment for every law that's broken and you stand trial right now this is essentially what we were faced with right and it's like before um god sent jesus to the earth the jewish people were living by the laws of moses right and um in order to like remain pure and remain clean they had to sacrifice essentially an animal um when they messed up and when they essentially messed up with the law right they had to get a clean lamb and the um the priest would pray over the lamb and um would slaughter the lamb and your sins would be um essentially transferred right onto that lamb that lamb was a sacrifice this is a lot of stuff i hope i'm making sense and i hope um it's giving some clarity but yeah so anyway all that stuff is happening right and um so now it's like jesus comes to the earth he dies on the cross he rises again jesus is perfect perfect sacrifice right god is like i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna save humanity right and he knew this way before we were even on the earth right but he just had to set some things in place jesus comes he dies for our sins he rises again now he's at the right hand of the father advocating for us um and for all of those who have faith in jesus and believe in christ jesus is like yeah that's my son that's my daughter so now god is looking at us as his son or his daughter because Jesus died for them and they have accepted what Jesus did at the cross as finished, right? The finished work of Christ once and done, no longer needing to satisfy the wrath of God for all those who believe God, like Jesus did that on the cross, right? Um, so this, this scripture, um, Paul is kind of telling Jewish people, um, like, look, the law is perfect. It's ironclad. You are never going to like fulfill the law because as a human, you were born into sin. So right there, you were automatically imperfect in God's eyes. You were automatically unclean, automatically unholy, not justified, right? It is only through the grace of God. It is only through um, Jesus that we have been solidified in identity, right, with um, with Christ, right? And so um, Paul is also telling them, he says in verse 20, for through the law we became conscious of sin and the recognition of sin directs us towards repentance but provides no remedy for sin. So he's saying like the law tells you everything that you need to do and it shows you just how short you have fallen um of doing everything that the law requires 
And so we, you know, we've kind of talked about that a lot um, and it brings up a lot of good questions um, and a lot of good just like thought processes about how living as a Christian can sometimes feel like a rat race of like, I have to do this, this and this in order for like my life to be better, my life to be blessed, for Jesus to love me, but it's really backwards, right? And I think remembering that we cannot earn Jesus's love, it is freely given. I think that's an important reminder because it can be so easy to kind of fall into just like the day-to-day, like I'm going to try and work for acceptance. I'm going to try and work for Um, a reward from God I'm gonna try and work for my blessings whatever when Jesus is like no you don't you're not blessed because you work enough for it you're blessed because you believe in me you believe in what I did and I love you and so I think it can be hard to remember that if we're not reminding ourselves of it and we've talked about that a lot especially in my like church community because it's just like how often are we reminding ourselves of the gospel? How how often are we saying the words back to ourselves, the words that we read in scripture about how Jesus loves us, about how we were predestined for adoption? Like how often are we re, um, regurgitating scripture to ourselves? And um, I think with everything um, that, you know, happens in like 24 hours, I think it can be so easy to kind of just get sidetracked and like live our lives in um, just like us, us, what is the word that I'm looking for? Like live our lives in a, um, in a way that kind of promotes like a Christian who works for their salvation or a Christian who works for like God's love and I definitely have found myself there a lot um I was just you know thinking about like how easy it is for me to like fall into that and I was driving home last night and I was just thinking about like my week and I was like I have so many things to do and I started thinking about just like even my love life and I was like you know God I am like, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to get ready for who you have for me. Like, I know that it's probably because I haven't done X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I have to do X, Y, and Z first before you can bless me. And God kind of called me on that. It's like, no, that's not what I said. That doesn't line up with the fact that I love you. The fact that you don't have to work for for my love and um I think I can confuse like what it looks like what it really looks like to like trust God and do what he's asked me to because of our relationship and because of my trust in him versus doing what I think God wants me to do because I want him to bless me um and I saw one girl talking about this and she was like it's a form of like manipulation when you do that it's a form of like trying to essentially get your own way trying to like boast in your own like works um and it really like is damaging to my identity in christ and also my relationship with christ i think it's a sad realization and it's a realization that took me back like 
as soon as I heard that, I, I genuinely like wanted to cry because I was like, this is not like it's it can be so frustrating sometimes. Like, I feel like I feel like I'm trying to constantly figure out like the formula or figure out what I'm supposed to be doing next in order for like God to give me what I've asked him for. And so it's like it can definitely be hard um, when you've asked God for something and you feel like you're not hearing the answer because you're just like, well, is God ignoring me? Did I ask the wrong thing? Like, is anybody up there? Hello? Um, and I've definitely like talked to God about my love life. I've talked to God about my relationships. I've asked him specific things. And I also know at the same time that like God in his timing is not going to just throw something at me to be to appease me. He's like creating something beautiful within me, within you know, whoever I'm going to marry. And like, he's creating a very specifically crafted, like love story for that. And I think within my impatience, within my lack of trust, within my desire, um, it's easy to kind of pick up what I've submitted, um, to Jesus and kind of like dust it off and be like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, like try again, God. Um, or, you know, even if I'm not like, okay, I'm going to try again and I'm going to like go date, it's easy for me to just be like, start questioning God. And like, I really genuinely don't think that there's anything wrong with asking God questions. Um, but I think sometimes it can get a like a little, I think the issue that I kind of have to work through is like when I start questioning who God is because if I start questioning who God is um then I'm questioning also our relationship um and not in a way that's like God like show me reveal to me like in a way that's very like detrimental to my growth um and I feel like it can sometimes start to unravel like things that God and I have already worked through if that makes sense. So yeah, and and I think it also gets very tiring, like trying to put together like X, Y, and Z formula so that God will give me what I desire when really it's like God's going to give me what I desire when he's ready to give it to me, you know? And, and I think that's a, a hard thing to like kind of accept at times. You know, I don't think it's bad to admit that. I think, if anything, it just shows, like, our humanity, right? How many times have we, like, really longed for something and, like, we couldn't wait? Like, I'm, you know, like, I order on Amazon and if you have Amazon Prime, then you know. It's like, sometimes when you get on there and you're looking for something, it says, like, oh, if you order within, like, the next eight hours, it'll come tomorrow, you know? And it's like, God is not a delivery service like this is a relationship and so I think because of like instant gratification and how easy it is to kind of like you know just like with anything in our lives how easy it is to like say we want something and for the most times get it I think we apply that to our relationship with Christ and when it doesn't work out the same we become very frustrated um and I think that is one of the biggest parts of like working through trusting Jesus and trusting who he says he is and trusting who he says we are. 
Um, but yeah, it's just interesting that this is like the biggest like area in my life that I've, you know, like wanted for so long that I just, for a long time, I just felt like God was ignoring me. Um, and honestly, I don't, I don't really, I think what frustrates me even now as I'm like recording this podcast is like, my mind is reeling with like, okay, well, how can I humanly fix this? How can I, what can I do better to like not want this so much? Or what can I do better to not manipulate Christ? And I think that's the wrong, like it's, it's not like wrong in the sense, like it's not wrong to go through that and wrestle through that thought process, but I think it's the wrong question that I'm asking myself. I think a better question or a better really response to that would be like just focus on Christ. Focus on Jesus. Put my mind on things um of Christ. Put my put my mind back on Jesus. Like it's like that um what's that little thing with the needle that points north all the time? I don't what is that thing called? But you know like it's kind of like that. It's like if I had one, a compass, there we go. There we go. Like my compass should always be pointing to Christ. Right. And so I feel like a lot of times it's easy to get off course because it's just like, bruh, like I have a life to live. God, I'm getting older. I'm 27. And to be honest, like I have friends who have been in relationships for really, for like most of their twenties. And yeah, I've had relationships in my twenties, but I haven't had one that is like, maybe the healthiest or I haven't had one that's like been what I've fully desired and so I'm just like all right God like you know we've gotten real tight over the past like seven years and you know I've seen you do it for people in like within a year of them coming to you and so I don't know what it is that I'm missing but like maybe if I can work to just get it then maybe you'll like bless me with that and it frustrates me even now talking about it because that's how like my humanity feels and I know that in my logic like in my understanding of God that's not how he works and so both of those are butting heads right now um and so my my old therapist used to talk about like marrying our head our heart and our 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 minds to really like connect and understand who Christ is at both like we the logical part right our mind like what we know about Jesus and our heart like what we believe about who Christ is like marrying those two and connecting them so that they're interconnected and we're not just like you know we're not just we don't we don't have we're not at war with the two um and that has been a challenge you know it's a challenge and I think that's why it's like renew your mind daily right the scripture tells us to renew our minds daily with the things of Christ and you know it's so detrimental because it like an instant my thoughts can go from who Jesus is who my wh- who I am in him to my situation to the fact that like my life doesn't look the way I thought it was going to look at 27 and I think it's okay for me to not be where I thought I was because I'm where God knew I was going to be at 27. Um, And I think like we just have to, as a 
a community of Christians, we have to just remember the reality of who we are um, in Christ. And it may not look like our situation, but we have Jesus. And that's really all we need. We focus on Christ, you know, and he's the one that puts the pieces together. You know, we hear so many sermons about you just need to do X, Y, and Z. And I think that's why Christian culture is the way it is. Um, because a lot of times we're listening to these sermons that are like you centered or I centered. If you, if I just do this, if I just focus on me, if I just mind my business, then God will, you know, whatever, or, you know, I will prosper. And it's like, there's nothing I can do, nothing I can do to make God love me anymore. He blesses me because he loves me. He doesn't bless me because I worked harder than you know the other person and you know you kind of think about it reminds me of the story of job um where you know everything that job had was stripped from him and you know satan went to god and was like look at your son like he's only praising you because he has all these things and you know god took those things away from him job was in distress homie was distressed and you know that's how we feel sometimes you know and it's like his friends and him are trying to, you know, figure out what happened. And, oh, mate, Job, it's because you didn't do this or you did this or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Job has that really real moment with Christ. And it's like, or really real moment with God where he's like, bro, like, I genuinely don't, like, I don't, what is going on? You know, and God is like, who are you? Like, did you create the heavens and the earth? Like, really literally just like sunning job and job is just like yikes you know um and in the end like everything is restored to job and even more than before and it's not because job did anything but because he realized like god is god and god can bless him because god is god and he loves him and he wants to do it for him not because job any did anything and that um you know, that Bible story used to trip me up a lot because I was like, well, why would you take away things from Job if, like, if he wasn't even doing anything? Like, why would you do that? But it was all for God's glory, right? Um, Yeah. And so I also think about, like, when I think, when I talk about, like, working for like God's love or God's acceptance or God's approval like I think of the story with um Mary and Martha and how Jesus came to visit them and Mary was sitting at Jesus's feet and Martha was essentially just running around doing all this prep work you know like Jesus is in my home I got to make sure everything is is right and you know I got to do all these things and you know Martha essentially says to Jesus like yo like look like I mean she didn't say yo but like you know me retelling this she said yo um she was like yo look Jesus like I am doing all these things and Mary's just sitting there and Jesus is like you know you're worried and you're worried about the wrong things and it's like there's really like you you really need to just focus on me right now Um, and so I definitely resonate with Martha there because it's just like, okay, yeah, um, you know, let me prepare, 
let me get myself together. And it's just like, Jesus is like, no, the whole premise of this relationship is that you can't get yourself together. That's why you need me. And I love you too much to allow you to even like believe that. And so like, I just think even like in my daily walk with Christ, like what does it look like to just really surrender like those moments when I'm struggling with like God why am I single you know and you know granted like we hear so many like encouraging and inspirational messages about being single and how singleness is a gift and you know how it's important to Christ and you know and with in our Christian walk which you know I genuinely believe I, I agree with a lot of Um, those statements I also think that it would be so beneficial for just Christians in general to reiterate and to remind each other like of the reality of um, not only like not only relationships but like singleness too like the fact that like singleness is a gift and you're not going to be perfect right but you have a perfect God who is walking with you and who is, if you let him, guiding your steps, right? Um, and I think I've been beating myself up because I'm like, okay, when I told myself that singleness was a gift and that I was really um, like submitting my life to Christ, my singleness to Christ, I thought it was going to look different. I thought I was going to be solidified and secure because that's how it seems when everybody talks about like, you know, just enjoy your singleness. It seems like their um, their walk in singleness with God is perfect. And, um, you know, you should always be solidified in Christ. Just want to, you know, make that clear. But, um, you know, their, their, their life is, their singleness was the best time of their lives. And then, oh, one day they weren't looking. They were looking down to tie their shoe. And here comes their, you know, um soon-to-be husband or soon-to-be wife and it's just like we as Christians really got to stop with that fairy tale like we really have to stop and we really have to stop acting like you know it's going to be like oh yeah just don't think about it to an extent like yes don't shift it's not don't think about it it's shift your focus from your relationship or your relationship status to who Christ is and who you are in Christ and your relationship with Christ and trusting him with that and recognizing God I have these feelings I have these emotions I have these desires here take them right because you're the most important person in my life you're the most important what you say matters what you want me to do matters with that and it's just it frustrates me to hear like Mm, just just work on yourself just focus on yourself no don't focus on yourself because as soon as you start focusing on yourself trust me you will start focusing on your situation and you will start resenting like where you are I promise you don't focus on yourself focus on Jesus you know this is I'm going through a lot of emotions right here but I'm just very passionate about it because I'm going through it now and there's a lot of us going through it now and it's not talked about the way that it should be. It's not talked about with total honesty. It's not talked about with total um, brutal honesty and I think 
we're starting to recognize that we need these conversations more but I think that we just need to start like having them now you know now more than ever but yeah that was my moment of clarity um and I hope for you guys um you know you're able to pull something anything from this um but I think the main idea apart from the like relationship stuff is like remind yourself daily of who you are in Christ you are in right standing you're righteous um you're righteous and God sees you as righteous because of what Jesus did on the cross and because of your faith in Jesus right um and that will that will transform our lives and that's something that I have to remind myself of and something that I have to like relearn all the time right I feel like I'm sitting in church and I'm like relearning this it's like oh yeah I've definitely heard all of this before and it's like okay yeah great now apply it to this area like you applied it last time to that past area now apply it to this area the area that you've been dodging and I think that would be my encouragement to all of you apply what Jesus says about us what Jesus says about you to that area in your life that you have been keeping in a box away from him thinking that you're keeping it safe when really like it's it's just it's just not going anywhere it's it's not progressing it's not progressing the way that you thought like allow Jesus into that area that's freedom that's what freedom looks like like not having control is freedom right a lot of times we think being in control is freedom but it's it's really not it's really not and I think it's because as humans like we were never meant to be in control we were meant to worship we were meant to worship Christ and with our lives and so by letting go of control and allowing God to direct our path and um, allowing God to take us where he wants us to go we are ultimately letting him work through us and literally just like experiencing the best possible um like plan that he has for us so yeah friends i've been talking about for 36 minutes my podcasts are normally not this long anymore but i just felt like that was you know one we kind of had to get off our chest um so hopefully you were encouraged I know I definitely am. Um, I went through a lot of emotions just now in 37 minutes. I went through a lot of emotions, not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, I love you guys so much and thank you for listening. Bye.